This and every B3 podcast brought to you by Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Stop knocking on wood, one agent for all your insurance needs, and that is Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. The B3 podcast is a production of Impulse Radio. Well, it's time for the big show again. You have endured my voice all week. Now, the two professionals come in. The Todd Father from the Washington Times. Where are the professionals? (laughs) The voice. Looking. There's professional bartenders. Okay. At Redbone's Bar and Grill in Montgomery, Indiana. And the voice of the Vikings, Mike DeCourcy. We are going with some different. uh, we're, We're changing things up a little bit tonight as far as. The seat you were. Uh, yeah, Todd, yeah, first, yeah, first of all, in, you yeah. taking my seat is. As he pointed out to me, there are no assigned seats, and I said, "Listen, I'm not saying there is. You're just sitting in a different spot." I'm, Nevertheless, I am. If also, I'm off my game tonight, that's the beginning of it. And the other thing is, uh, is I didn't go with the wings tonight. I went with a cheeseburger. Okay. Well, and I the was sidewinders. so disappointed. Okay, the, you went with sidewinders, so I'm, I, I won't. I was too much positive on that. there was a, a a glazed pork chop sandwich coming out of him tonight. Nope. I was positive, and he. You were waiting, it, and he ordered a cheeseburger. I went with the cheeseburger. Nevertheless, perhaps I should have had the pimento cheese sandwich. In oh, a green wrapper. In order and in due time, Todd. Oh, it's coming. I know it's coming. Todd is setting the... That's called the hook, isn't it? Setting oh, the agenda. Yeah. Uh, Magnolia Lane. Yep. Hello, friends. Just off of Washington Street, where the Mr. Transmission and the Burger King are. The flowers are in bloom. Okay, turn that off, and I'm going to tell you why I think the Masters is just the biggest bunch of bullshit on this. Are, are, are we not going in order? No, we're going. With, we're going with the Masters. Todd, Todd wants to start with the Masters. What was the other thing going to be? I had IU basketball first, but I'm fine with the Masters. Oh yeah, like like that can't get worse while we're talking. <laughs> well, yeah, we probably ought to hold that till the end of the show. Shit may happen by the end. Nevertheless, as you can hear the dulcet tones of. Jim Nance's voice and everything green and glorious. Here's the deal. As a person younger than I am now, I won't say kid. Just keep blaring it. I I was as much of a master's nut as anybody else. Okay. Was. Nut, you mean not in the sense you're a nut now. Like no, you like yeah, no. it's completely normal. <laughs> totally. No, I mean I, I I bought into all the bullshit. Okay. I bought into the you know, to Let's talk about the bullshit first. Let's okay. talk about the Here's my problem with the Masters today. DeCourcy and his people, you people as I like to say, you know, are, are living in fear of the new of the uh, of the deep state and the new world order. Okay. The deep state tees off at Augusta on Tuesdays. The new world order has a scramble every Saturday there. Okay? These are the worst people in the world i i think i think i think your people who can't define what a woman is right now todd they are like 1a and 1b so let's calm it down on the our people talk okay but i am just saying is do you know what a woman is yes i do okay based on our conversations earlier today you hit me with a you people i'm gonna get political i'm just simply saying this to you fast forward to the sticks there is no there is no there is nothing 
that is that is more Marie Antoinette than every April at Augusta when they truly you know they do they open up uh, they open up the uh, the gates for Caddy Day for 15 minutes while the <laughs> freaking Duke brothers go and try to close the frozen orange juice market. That's a trading places <laughs> reference, but nevertheless. No, I mean, what they do is they, okay. they throw crumbs. What do they do? They throw crumbs to, to, to the golf world because these people who, I mean, probably have a combined wealth of, oh. of what, $400, $400 billion? Okay, who are we talking about? We're talking about Bill Gates. We're talking about well, the, every every Rick Fortune 500 Rickets. company, the CEO has an automatic, yeah. you know. Are the Rickets? Um, oh, well, there's only 300. Yeah, now, all right. There's now, only 300 now, members. Now there's only there. 300 members. See, I'm trying to sway him to your side. But, I mean, it's just, it is, it, it, it's it's like, um, it, it's, it's more fake than Disney. Okay, and, and it truly is. You know, the, the, the azaleas are forced to bloom at gunpoint. Okay, I mean... You've written that in an article I wrote before. that in a car. That's yeah, the yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's still true to this the day. Masters. They don't... They don't... They, they, like I said, they give you your, your $1.50 sandwich and your $2 beer, and they, and they, they say, you know, this, is, this a, is what you could have. A tradition. Like, like, like no other. And the fact is, it's a beautiful golf course. Um, you know, it's a beautiful, what is on, but just on the other side of, of, uh, 13 green is Augusta country club, uh-huh. which ain't so beautiful, okay. which is not green currently. It's Brown. Okay. So I, I get, I get what you're saying. I think Dico, do we get what he's saying? I, why I do did, we, I, I, why, I, st- why do we hate this? Because I like just, the, like it's beautiful. Yeah, what, it, what, it's, what? You are the guy, you are the king of live and let live. Look at your hair. I, that's, why are we, I why just, are we? I can't do it now. I can't do, I can't do what everybody, I mean, you talk about sheeple. Everybody who goes down Magnolia Lane, actually, you don't get to go down Magnolia Lane. No, Blake Burkhart said that on Tuesday, uh, Tuesday's show that they can't, they won't let you, you can, go down. You can show up in a bus, you know, outside of a gate where, where, where some burly security guard looks at you and... You know, last well, he laughs at me, but nevertheless, I just I, I, I like I said, I think it is it has become so uh, so posed. Everything's posed there, okay. except for you can't take a selfie because you can't have your cell phone. Speaking of getting posed, what? I don't know. I, I just I just think it's a reminder that spring is here. It's green. I, it's who you Ezra Pound. I, I like the fact that it's a golf tournament that you have to know how to play. Yeah, I'm okay with that. There's, there's okay probably, that. honestly, if you look at the field, there's maybe fifteen, maybe fifteen stretching it twenty people that can win the golf tournament. I agree. It's a it's a tournament that is mixes nostalgia. There you go. Along with the great players of today. You can see Sandy Lyle play in the same golf tournament as Brooks Kepka. Thank you. Oh Cindy just brought Todd, thank you. That is a hell of a looking burger. That's isn't a it? burger. What, what, what is that bones, sauce bar, on the side? Grill and Montgomery. I went Is that bourbon sriracha? With the bourbon sriracha there you on, go. The side on the side for for the sidewinders. For the sidewinders. Good for you. Tell me that I wasn't okay. right on the money there. I know this is a ridiculous question. Todd, you need a fork? 
I, I might at some point. They got them over here. No, like I said, it's just I, I get, I, that's I what bothers what me about with, yeah. it's Disney. It's way too Disney, well, and it's condescend Disney. and it's condescending. Um, See, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's condescending. I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't care that they they force I mean, feed the azaleas. I mean, they're pretty. I mean, yeah. I mean, Victoria or National, Magnolia, just an hour is. away. I mean, that's a reclaimed coal mine. Now, when you got invited to Victoria back when your sons were playing, I mean, you would have crawled on your hands and knees to get there. Golf is dead to me. Okay. I don't mean as, I mean, but it's dead to me as I'll never play again. And it has nothing to do with anything other than, um, can I get another one of those? Um, I'll have another one of these two. Makers and Diet. Uh, Arnold Palmer. That's it. I don't think so. Um, and I was just saying, it's not because of anything political or social. It's just I'm too fat and too <laughs> fucking stupid. I don't know. So you're not a you're not against golf in general. You've just outgrown it. You know, I'm. But I don't know this time of year. And then I do. Like I said, sounds I mean, to me like you're drumming up things to be ticked off about. I maybe so. Maybe so. I got nothing else. It makes good radio. I I know. It just bothers me. It just bothers me is how we've bought into that this is something special. You know what it's like? What's that? It's like the royal family. It's like the okay. royal family. Okay. All right. Now you're making okay. now, now now, it. I, I don't agree, but I, I understand your viewpoint. I understand your viewpoint. You know, I don't get it. I just don't get it anymore. Okay. We, know we, we should be well past royal families. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. I agree. I, okay. Let's talk to golf, though. Okay. Or, or actually, we're not going to talk to golf yet. Tiger hinted that he may play. Cryptic message. Is playing. Is playing now. But when he hinted it, and that's all you hear about. Are we still, do you guys feel like I do that, that there's a Tiger overload? Now, I'm going to preface, say that. Okay. But yeah, if he's in the hunt, by God, I'm watching. You know, without okay. a doubt. I'm, I've listened to Todd wax poetic for 10 minutes about hating everything. I do hate everything. Listen. Except this golf burger. has done a horrific job, and I don't know if this starts at the PGA level, marketing level, agents. They they are awful at building new stars, and I'm sorry, but I'm not jacked to watch Xander Shoffley play Who this is my weekend. Pick, by the way. I could care less <laughs> about your pick or Xander Shoffley or here's where okay here we go Todd or some other rich white kid from the south right all right don't care Jordan don't care I, I like people who overcome adversity you know Dustin Johnson major problems cocaine tiger well documented I'm in uh, sign me up I'm watching those guys anybody else like like a sniveling prick like Patrick Reed eh, you know and I Xander I, eh, yeah. Jordan Spieth Eh, Rory, go back to wherever you're from. Like all these people, they are they are they're cookie cutter. And and, 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 and part of the problem of of if you do get Tiger overload, part of that problem is the fact that no one else has has stepped up and really taken that mantle. You right. thought Rory was going to, and he fell by the wayside. And just like this, I think Tiger probably will make the cut this week. You only have to beat what. 40 people. It's the easiest tournament take, to make a including cut. Including Sandy Lyle. Right. And and Fred Couples. Got and Bernard Longer. Boone. Yes. Um, love Boone. Boone. Even though Fred Couples murdered his wife. 
Research it. There's my conspiracy for the oh, day. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't Read know all about, about this. it. Yeah. Get on a Reddit board and just start digging. However, he does have a very sweet swing. Even with a bad back. Even, kill, even as a killer. Even he's a, like, he's, he's the like, OJ of the he's PGA like Tour. He's like as a killer. <laughs> or Snoop Dogg. Come on. Every white person loves Snoop Dogg. They do. But he's a straight up Compton yeah. killer. We were, Compton, we were at a Super Bowl party together, Brido and I, and we saw the whiteies. We well, love the Snoop Dogg. I was going to say, I think as, as I read uh, comments on Facebook of people that I know, I don't think it's safe to say that all white people like like Snoop Dogg. Okay. <laughs> there are exceptions. The rule. Yeah. For sure. But <laughs> if, if Tiger is in the hunt on Sunday, that is not the media's fault that is the rory's of the world the xanders the justins and djs whoever else he should not be and that's just the fact that the guy does know how to play this golf course mm-hmm. but young guys got to step up at some point and yeah makers indicts me um it's not it's not his fault now sometimes i wonder even you know when he's laying in the hospital or laying at home convalescing why we still need you know Every high, every other yeah. highlight by the Golf Digest on Twitter is Tiger, but yeah. the guy gave us because you know, a golf, different moments. <clears throat> golf is nineteen ninety seven is BT and AT before Tiger and after Tiger. That's you true. aren't wrong. You aren't wrong. Somebody that tried to take that mantle. Uh, what is that? What is that? What is that? Maybe making something. Okay, it's not okay. No, make sure not, it wasn't yeah, on, not on, a, our on our end. Um, DeChambeau, you know, I love the way he had kind of tried to sort of change the game and this and that. He hasn't had a good round at Augusta since he said that it was a par 67 for him. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't give him much of a chance because I don't think he's healthy and I don't think he plays well. And I think he was I think he was all in on that whole Saudi deal. Um, Phil's oh, not there, which sucks. Yeah. Probably um, DeCourcy and I agree on that. On the Saudi deal? Yes. Oh, I would say we probably do. You know. I would say we probably do. Which is? Go ahead, Todd. Uh, I'm a thousand percent against it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and you know who suffered? Phil. Mm-hmm. And you know who's a pariah now? Phil. Yeah. You know who's not at Augusta right now? Phil. Phil. And, and Phil, really, I'm, with that one commercial where he was rate, dodging. By the way. It looks first good. rate. It looks really good. Phil, they've got the best burgers around here, yep. size-wise, taste-wise, everything. And the mushroom and swish, I don't think it's on the menu anymore, but it's the best one they have. Um, Phil changed his image. It started with that commercial where he was dodging the golf balls, and all of a sudden he ca- he becomes the popping calves, outspoken, you know, goofy <laughs> Phil. Yes. And he just went too far in his comments, and, and you know, unfortunately – it, 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 and that wasn't uh, a woke culture striking no, back. No, no. Those were yeah, silly, you, stupid comments. You, I read the whole comment again today just to – because, you know, it's a short news cycle. You read something and you forget about it 12 hours later. But right. I didn't realize he talked about Jamal Khashoggi first. Yeah. And, then, and then went – but you know what? And, and that was just like, oh, you read that right away. And you're like, oh, dude, that's uh, – yeah. That's not good. Before we get off the Masters, I'll give you my bets real quick in case you want to lose money along with me. Um, <laughs> my winner, is, uh, I bet Justin Thomas also threw a little bit on uh, John Rahm. Those are two easy ones. Um, although, I, I should say that the actual, I think, favorite right now moved up with is Scheffler. He has pick. no chance. has no chance. He he does not. It's his first Masters. That's impossible at Augusta. If he does it, I'll eat my words. No chance for Scheffler. Didn't, um, Fuzzy, didn't Fuzzy win his first time? 
Fuzzy probably did. Um, yeah, Fuzzy is the only person yeah. to ever win in their debut. And he's Augusta. also the only person to win the Lawrence County Open in Lawrenceville, Illinois, and the Masters. Trivia question that you will win you lots of money someday. <laughs> you know what? I like that. Yeah. It's a good trivia question. Uh, out of the blue, my sleepers, Gary Woodland. I've got him in the top five along with Mark Leishman in round one. So it's plus 1,600 on Gary Woodland. So if you can sneak that bet in in the morning when you listen to this, Leishman plus 900, I like that. If you lose money, don't blame me. What about Sandy Lyle? I do not have Sandy Lyle, who once at one point was using the natural golf system and was leading the Masters after day one using natural golf. Is that the Mo Norman when system? When I, Mo Norman system. I worked there at the time. It was an exciting time to be part of natural golf. Uh, so tomorrow, here's my parlays tomorrow, my big four-team parlay. I've got Berger over Lowry in the matchups, Molinari over Straka, K.H. Lee over Higo, and Na over Kisner. That's plus 1070 for those four bets. And uh, there you go. Let me give you the shout-out. And you, you've got Shoffley and yep. Scheffler. Let me shout-out to my son, Max, who likes to refer to himself as the father of Davies County Podcasts. He's probably not wrong. He did throw a dollar on Bernhard Langa, which is not a bad, which is never a bad bet. Uh, what is he? Does they, you have Bernhard down there? I don't have him. I could look it up, but I mean, you know what? I wouldn't be afraid to put some money on him to lead after round one or top right. five. Nope. There's always one old guy that nope. is up there at the top of the leaderboard at some point in day one, especially. Yeah, it won't be me. Well, that's the one thing I was. Excited about the upcoming 30 for 30s and the one about Greg, Greg Norman, I think, is going to be outstanding. But people forget after that collapse in 96, he led on Sunday in the back on the back nine two more times. Yeah. And well, he led on the British Open uh, about 10 years ago. He led in the British Open on the backside, too. You know, that's funny when you think about that. And, I, and th that was something that Tiger kind of changed on all the Sunday comebacks. Didn't he just have like a four-shot lead going into Sunday? Which anymore, Tiger showed us that you can make up four now, shots. It, uh, I think. Or was it more he, than that? He, he led Faldo by six. Was it six? Okay. And lost by five. Okay. But I don't know six if he led makes by. more sense. If, uh, I, I don't know if he led by four. four over somebody else. Yeah, so. that, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, so it was six. So that's yeah. more realistic. I bumped into Faldo at the Ryder Cup. Not like I bumped into Faldo. No, like I bumped into Faldo. Yeah, like, I, I, like was this like a Janine <clears throat> Turner situation? Or? Okay. I'm just saying here is I had a shot. With Faldo? No. Well, <laughs> with uh, Janine With Janine Turner. I'm saying, and I'm standing by, I had a shot. Did you have a shot with Faldo? I don't know, but I did bump I've into him. i got Nick Faldo's autograph. And he is enormous. Oh, gigantic. He is, is he really? Like, oh, he's yep. like 6'5", and he is... He's stacked. Yep. Yep. That was down at Valhalla. You saw him at Valhalla? I had my, uh, my oldest son with me, and, um, you know, he'll tell you what, it was... I certainly didn't feel like they were Marie Antoinetting me there. Although they did put me on a bus and take me back and forth across the Indiana-Kentucky line about nine times till they figured out how to get to Kentucky. Uh, I, I will be honest with you. As much as I love the game of golf, some of the worst experiences I've had is at PGA events yeah. because you got to park, you know, wherever. And I always said, if I ever do it again, I don't know what it costs me. I will take an Uber, and they will take me to the even if it's to the corner. 
and I got to walk a half a mile. I'm not doing that bus crap anymore. PGA Championship in St. Louis was awful, just absolutely awful. So anyway, well, so there you go. Anything else on the on the Masters, Todd? No, I just, I mean, it's it? going to be it's going to be a great event. It always is, and I hate it. Well, I love it, and I'm excited. And when Sam Emmons enters my classroom tomorrow morning, that music will be playing for him. Nice. I like it. And for Ducky, and for Noah Anderson. And Jaden Graber. Uh, if he was in my first if period. If he was I'm, in your first but, period. But yeah. Uh, what, what we don't hate, though, is Travis Brett and Indiana nope. Farm Bureau Insurance. I mean, folks, quit knocking on wood. Don't be silly. Call 295-3129. Of course, that's an 812 area code. They're located at 304 JFK Avenue. One agent for all your insurance needs. They got auto, home, life, business, annuities, farm, health plans, everything you can imagine. And Travis, not only is he a great guy, Todd Lancaster will attest he's a great basketball player. Played for the Pacers for about yeah. six years. Yes, yeah, he, he did. Was, he had a nice career. Had a tryout for the Pacers. Nice little career. And with ended the up signing two contracts. What's the guy from North Carolina? Hansbro. They almost had a parallel career. Yep. Really? Similar? Yep. Yeah. But what people don't know is Travis Brett actually led the CBA in scoring for one season with the Fort Wayne Mad Ants. Did you guys know that? Is that right? Mm -hmm. yep. I also. Did he play for Craig Neal? At the time. I don't, I don't know. Craig was the player coach for the Mad Ants. Oh. I heard that he invented Netflix, but don't I don't know about that. We'll have to look into that. Co-invented. Co Co-invented with Butchery. With Butchery, <laughs> yes, in Florida. So there you go. I mean, if he can do all that, he can surely, to criminy, insure your stuff, right? So yeah, Travis Yeah, he's my insurance agent. Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Stop knocking on wood. Go see them. Now... Of course, if you listen to Wednesday's show, we had... Last Wednesday. No. This Wednesday? Today. The Daily Show. Yeah, yesterday, oh. The Daily Show, we had Rhett Wearsma from the Indiana Women's Program on, and I said if uh, folks that don't pay attention to that just pay attention to the, the wrong team in Bloomington, and Mike DeCourcy, we are reminded again that as we have been in suspicion of for months now, this thing is a mess, and I'm telling you, it's a mess. It's a mess. I like the way we thought it was a mess when Dane Fife left, <laughs> <clears throat> which was before they, speaking of buses, they lined about nine of them outside of Assembly Hall so people could get the hell out of there. The <laughs> first time I said, are we in this wheat wacko cycle was the day, the game after the Purdue game. Everybody was riding high and then, what was it, Rutgers uh -huh. threw no, a Michigan. clunker up and now... You've got I, – I, I don't know what the Stadmata thing was for one year. Yeah. Well, the, the thing with IU, and I, I'm not a head basketball coach. I've never had a desire to even get close to being one. But, you know, guys like our friends who've been on the show, you know, Josh Thompson, uh, Brent Dalrymple, Ryan Haywood, Gene Miller. Clint but, Bowman. <laughs> But these guys who work in these coaches' associations across the state and had a big all-star game at Bar Eve on Sunday, they were sold Mike Woodson mainly because of the addition of a familiar face in Dane Fife, but the gravitas 
of Thad Mata to make that, you know, transition to college coaching. And it nine months great. later, they're, they're, they're both gone. I mean, they're both gone. And what it, I, I don't know what that says. You but can go back in the archives on this very podcast yep. when all that happened. And Todd I was said, right again. And I said, even though I've never liked Thad Mata from the time he played at Hoopston East Lynn High School. Home of the Corn, corn jerkers. jerkers. That's right. I thought he was a douchebag then, and I did when he was at Ohio State. And and I said, but I like this this deal. He knows the college game. Woodson being an NBA guy, he can do. And we're nine months in, and it's over. It's and, over. And let's not even talk about you know the Dane Five thing. I, I just I don't get it. I I don't know what we're doing. This stuff doesn't seem to happen. Well, first everywhere. of all, I don't. I, you know, my pronoun is not we. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I just want to make that quite clear. Yes. Well, it, it, no, it's a mess. Um, it's, a, and, and, it's a mess. But, and if you, you know, if, if you don't think, and, it, and, and it's not like it was 30 or 40 years ago where, you know, that Indiana basketball roster is 80% from the state. That's, those days are probably gone. But if you don't think the Indiana high school basketball coaches don't see this and they're not already talking about it, you're dead wrong. They are. They And if they weren't, I would be worried about this. Yeah, they, they, they do not like the ones that I have talked to and, you know, talking to people who've talked to people. They do not like the direction. They do not like they, – they, you know, and, and I know it's been a, not a great couple of weeks for Purdue, but the – Everybody talks about Painter, but they love sure. that Purdue staff. They love Brandon Brantley. They love, you know, all of those guys. Brantley played with uh, Robinson, just after yep. Robinson, yep. And Justin with Jennings, and and those guys. Yeah, but you know, the there's there's no Quanzo. There's there's no there's no juice. There's no respect. There's no there's nothing. Has there been? Have you heard in, through your channels? Have you heard anything more about the five thing? I, yeah, I, I've heard all about it, and 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 basically, um, you know, the, the the story that I got, and if any, I know Todd's best friend Dan Dockich, you know, he he he's kind of been on a on a nonstop tirade about it. He's still on the radio. He he is still on the radio. I didn't know. Um, but you know, long story short, Dane was the kind of the other guy in the room, and basically what. You know what? What? What I am hearing is, you know, it was a hit piece going out the door on him, and they—he never had a chance to respond. He never had a chance to, you know, tell his side of the story. He—he he just kind of went away. And and the the one thing that I that I see more than anything else is when it comes to at least his coaching career, who, what NBA team do you most associate Mike Woodson with? And the answer is the New York Knicks. Knicks. And. As far as professional sports owners are concerned, <laughs> James Dolan and the idiot from the Washington Redskins or the Washington Guardians or Nationals or whatever they are Dan now. Snyder. Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder. They are they are dirtbags. They are dirt. Read, read all about the lawsuits and the this and the sexual harassment, too, filming cheerleaders and this and that. And that's where that's that's the lane that, that this idiot's been running in. So it, it was no surprise whatsoever that this hit piece went out before before Fife was was even gone. And then when 
Doc Rivers gets to Indianapolis last night. He starts his press conference before the Philadelphia the 76ers Pacers game. Mike Woodson did a great job. Doc, you freaking idiot. Don't even start. You watched like no seconds of IU basketball this year, but somebody from the Knicks front office dialed in a favor because they know things are rocky because this thing, the one thing I know from five side is, is this thing internally did not go off like Woodson and his two other Yahoo assistants thought it was going to. There was severe pushback. There was coaches around the state not liking it. There was – they did not anticipate because they live in a bubble. Gene Katie had an expiration date when they brought Matt Painter in. Yep. There was an expiration date there. Right. Not that <clears throat> they couldn't get along as ex-player and right. ex-coach or, or anything like that, but he knew he was taking over. He right. knew, and, and Gene knew that too, and it was – it worked because of that. I'm not going to sit here and pretend just because I am a co-host of a small-time sports podcast that I know anything about Dane Fives coaching. I really don't. He's an assistant coach. I really I, don't I'm know going that much. Further. However, I don't know anything about anything. <laughs> however, something doesn't feel right, and I'm usually kind of it, uh, adept at Okay, it. I'm going to talk about one of Mike's favorite things, globalization. Now, it's the globalization of basketball specifically that I'm talking about is you're a kid in Washington, Indiana. You're not growing up an IU fan. You're growing up a Duke fan. You're growing up a Kansas fan, a, whomever it is, because you've got every game available to you. Right. And you're going to see it, and you can tune to. But it's uh, so easy to recapture the state. And that's what when we had that debate about who, who is this still an IU state. It's so fast to recapture that. I don't know if it is because I don't think it means as much. It doesn't uh, if RQ uh, Roberts is going to go to IU or not go to R. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, you know? I just know that that something's wrong. I don't know what it is and how to fix it, but something is I, wrong. I'm, I'm just fine with not fixing it. At and all. I don't know how in the world you know you supposedly get a IU guy to come back. Everything looked <clears throat> everything looked good on paper, but boy, yeah, it's. It's blown up. Yeah. Um, let's. Kid Klingelhofer, where are you now? Yeah, come on back. The Xavier Johnson thing is oh. uh, way worse. I, have you read actually what happened? Yeah. <laughs> I I just I saw he was you know I figured he was honestly just thought I heard reckless. So you got to figure he's drunk because he's mm-hmm. this, you, there was a resisting arrest, but he was driving on Walnut Street at ninety miles an hour. I Not bet. out on 69. Not yeah. like Jeff Overton hanging out the roof of a limo, probably going 25. Yeah, right. Mm. But, yeah, and, and I've been on Walnut Street. You know, we've all probably driven it. With construction. Yeah, with 100 or 1,000 times. Like, I, I don't understand how you can how you get to that speed. And and then jumps out of the car, and I don't know who Lee Mariotti is, but boy, was he trying to do his buddy a solid. Well, it, it's just like I think being, they call that ghost riding the whip. <laughs> I whatever. But well, did you think you'd get a ghost riding the whip? No, I didn't. I didn't. Today? I didn't think I would. No. But things like this, it's it's always the same people, and that's the one thing I've learned. And at you know, for example, twenty years as a teacher. You know, I've got 100 kids or whatever this year, and I'm not saying this year I've had a great year, but there's a lot of years where, man, you've got four or five kids, and and they can make life miserable for everybody. But it's always the same people yeah. every year. 
uh, not not every year, but you know, every, each New Year is different. But it's the same thing w- with IU basketball. Who snuck out? Xavier Johnson and Parker Stewart. Who probably failed a drug test? Xavier Johnson and Parker Stewart. Who, um, you know, it, it's the uh, it's the I'm, same. I'm it's the same people that, every time. I'm glad none of that happened in Woodson's day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, Woodson got sent home from the Great Alaskan Shootout. Well, anyway, I don't know. I just, like I, I said, I think I, that I'm I'm surprised we're in this situation. I'm not. I'm not at all. I am. I wish I was. You know, maybe because I'm surprised. I'm going to go to one more too. I use not a blue blood anymore. That I hundred. I said that years ago when they said I think Mark Few is going to leave Gonzaga and cut. What? Are you kidding me? No. Mark Few's not leaving Gonzaga, and that was, I think, the Crean hire. Let let alone, you know. It's just it, like now, I said, twenty years. You know, later. in the Final Four, there were four blue bloods. Yeah, because that's what they are now. The first and, weekend and is there's for only, the little guy. The last only, weekend is for the big boys. Well, and there's probably only eight teams that, that can win a national title, and Purdue wasn't one of them. You know what I mean? It, Purdue, I, is, I Purdue is Purdue is not a blue blood. Purdue is a very solid basketball team right now, and so are so is Wisconsin, and so is Gonzaga. Gonzaga's not a blue blood. Kansas either. Kansas City University. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm just saying is there's only about eight teams that can win. Yeah, year. yeah, that's true. I mean, and, and it's even worse in football. Yeah. Um, you know who can win, and that's you if you go to Casa Sevilla in Odin. Casa Sevilla. All you gotta do for your favorite. Mexican favorites. I do that for you. It's call 812-636-2000. They can cater your large groups or your events. They've got great Mexican and American favorites. And, of course, those frozen margaritas at Casa Sevilla in Odin. And I'm going to say something now, Todd, that's going to upset your longtime and close friend, Mike DeCourcy. Uh-oh. The WWE Hall of Fame was Thursday night. And it shines spotlight on the greats of the squared circle. I have been hiding for a long time and not saying what I truly feel about a certain person that's been dead for over 40 years. Is that Gorilla Monsoon? No. That is Mark Calloway a.k.a. The Undertaker, who I am now going to come out with what I've even thought during the Attitude Era, that The Undertaker is as overrated as any wrestler in history. Mike DeCourcy, the floor is yours. I just I want to know, before we engage in any debate, how did you come to this conclusion? It started in about 1997 when he would do that move they call old school where he would hold on to your arm mm-hmm. and then walk across the top rope which I will give you at that time listen he couldn't do that for much longer after 1997 but when you did I'm that I'm going to go visit with the Jarrett's for the next few minutes when you when you talk about when he would do that that move was so unrealistic and when I say unrealistic I understand we're talking about someone that's supposedly dead yeah but all you had to do was shake your arm or the rope, and he would have fallen. Todd, Todd literally left. Yeah, Todd is gone. He well, 
guess what? When the hockey minute happens here in a little bit, guess what we're doing? We're out. Get up and leave. Um, as far as the character, I, I do understand what you're saying. However, okay. one thing that the that WrestleMania crystallized to me, and of all the wrestling podcasts that I listen to, I think we've discussed it before. You do not listen to this one, but I love the Jim Cornette experience. I used to. I, I kind of got off that. And uh, you know, he 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 calls you know all of the AEW wrestlers, you know, spot monkeys, trampling cowboys, etc. Don't disagree. I enjoyed the Stone Cold Kevin Owens because it was a fight. It yeah. looked yep. as real as wrestling can look. I thought and after, that's after Stone Cold, it took him a few minutes as a 53-year-old person. Yes. He's 57, 8, 9, whatever. It took him a little bit of time to get loose. Those first few minutes were a little shaky. After that, I thought he put on a great match. Now... With The Undertaker, the one thing that I always appreciated is outside of the rope walking is, you know, he wasn't necessarily a spot monkey. Right. And that's... and Best entrance, maybe. Best, best entrance. When he evolved, I was at Judgment Day 2000 when he returned as the um, motorcycle um, do-rag the, wearing the Kid Rock badass. playing the American Badass. That was unbelievable. I've never heard... An arena like that before. I have enjoyed the last few years getting to know Mark Calloway a little bit. The the documentary on the WWE Network is, I mean, it's quite frankly, in the last two years, it may be the best documentary of anything that I've watched. I thought it was outstanding. So, okay. you know, but if he's not your cup of tea, I am. I'm not going to kill you about it. No, I just. I mean, I just. I, and, and maybe the most overrated is, and, and the, the only reason I put him in the most overrated is because he's such, he's so hallowed. Yes. Like, it's like, oh my well, goodness. And he can't, he's not a guy, Ric Flair could have a match with Todd. <laughs> no, he couldn't. Let's be honest. <laughs> and make, and Can make he make Todd, Todd look, look good? good? <laughs> the Undertaker had to have people make him look good, in my opinion. And I don't know. Um, I I just and then he doesn't mention Mick Foley. Yeah, that was a, that, that was, was a little weird. That was bizarre. I got down the yeah, uh, just forgot it could. Be. Yeah, I got down the rabbit hole, and you know there was some speculation that Foley, you know, he, he gives a lot of credit to to AEW and this and that. And is yeah. he is he on a little bit of a list right now? Um, could be. I, I don't know. Um, but but as far as anybody. You know, if you do a word association game with with the Undertaker, and when it comes to in the ring, who do you, I mean, Foley yeah, should no, be number one. You know, for sure. And and he was the Taker was the the leader of that quote unquote clubhouse locker room yeah. ever. So I don't know. I just well, and that and that's when you talk about the reverence. I I, I think that would be another great uh, WWE Network, you know, show. Um, Documentary, whatever you want to call it, where where they always talk about he was the judge of wrestlers court. Right, right. I would love a show yeah. on wrestlers court, yeah. especially during if we could go back and do the attitude era. Oh, especially you could yeah. do uh, uh, an entire month of programming on the plane ride from hell. Oh, that, <laughs> yeah, and that's where I thought the the dark side of the ring. They, I, there's not a lot of glazing that over, but man, it it, it just seemed like they gave the. 
the PG-13 version of... The only person that suffered was Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> he was like... He was... And, uh, you know, his, his mistake was saying you just need to know Ric Flair better. You know, that wasn't the exact quote, but... Uh, but you know, <laughs> if you... If, uh, Chime in on social media, whichever side, on at B3Pod, whichever side you come in on this, uh, whether you think The Undertaker is over or underrated as a wrestler, but he did have the best entrance. I will admit that. Um, the other thing I was going to say, well, oh, I, I retweeted, if you could find it, go in our Twitter feed. That, that video of Ric Flair dancing up to the bar <laughs> this past weekend, you know, it's so nature boy. There's like four hot chicks probably in their 20s mm -hmm. at the bar and here comes Nate up to well, order a yeah and i guess around a snake bite so yeah, sure and i and i guess the thing with flair is the thing that almost killed him three or four years ago was i mean he was just chronic alcoholism yeah. he quit cold turkey for how <laughs> got healthy I, I think, he's an alcoholic yeah I, don't think it, yeah I don't think it's stuck yeah, yeah. um real quick on wrestlemania for, for the eight listeners still with us um <laughs> we talked about stone cold i thought that was that was awesome and when he came out and stunned McMahon, I mean, you know, you could see it coming from a million miles, and it was awesome. Yeah. And, and you said, because it was a botched stunner, yeah. that you said on Pat McAfee. Yeah. McAfee said on Monday, and and the McAfee show, I, I love it. I'm, I'm not an everyday listener, but Monday was must. It was appointment radio. And, yeah, his, his thing was there, there was so much beer. It was so slick. Yeah. And awesome was so amped. He just, he just kicked a 76-year-old man as hard as he could in the stomach. And, and when McMahon kind of crumbled and hit the ropes, he was trying to breathe. Yeah, you know, he was, awesome. he was disoriented. Awesome. So, hey, back. welcome back, Todd. We're still talking about wrestling. We are. Yeah. We're, we're, we're closing wrapping, it up. We're yeah. wrapping it up. Uh, Stone Cold, the McAfee thing. McAfee, awesome. Oh, he's My awesome. God, he's, he's awesome. A, I, I need to start listening to his radio show, which I want to do oh, after I, this. Oh, I, I love it. Johnny Knoxville was all silly. It was entertaining. It was good. Hell, well, and that's this is where I, I I think WWE did a great job over the weekend of just playing the hits and and not over complicating things and giving people what they wanted to see and you know you Undertaker may not be your bag he's mine you got to see him he was you know Stone Cold you got him two nights in a row you got Vince you got Cody Rhodes coming back which is awesome yeah. you know you had I I just felt like the entertainers that that came in they weren't there to promote movies or a product you can say what you want about jake and logan paul that's more my kids demo but it's pretty clear that those dudes are serious about fighting they're serious about yeah. you know real combat sports and sports entertainment i thought that was good uh, mcafee's professionally trained that was awesome when he was laying on the floor drinking a beer after getting <laughs> stunned i was dying i was, was crying hilarious. i was laughing so hard um and but I, I have completely gotten away from the, the WWE product. I, I think Monday nights are dreadful. The yeah. times I'll flip over. But I tell you what, I, t I texted my brother, David King, my other wrestling buddy, and I may have you. God, they know what they're doing, yep. well, at least when it comes to WrestleMania yep. weekend. They filled, you know, filled 75,000 two nights in a row and then filled, what, a 50,000 or 30,000 seat yep. arena on Monday night. They know what the hell they're doing. The production is just off the charts. We've, we've talked about Dockage. We've talked about McAfee. What sports radio? I, I don't listen to sports radio, and I, I, need, to, I need to listen to McAfee. And, and, and I follow Dockage a little bit on Twitter, but what do you listen to? Obviously, you said you listen to I mean, that, that's about the only 
the only real I don't I don't listen to any I thought you had your guy JVM JBD JMV I used to but that's kind of just a, a bad time I don't listen to any ESPN radio I at used all to anymore to Cowherd. Yeah. I don't listen to him I, 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 I catch a little Colin at lunch uh, ESPNU has got I, I love listening to Paul Feinbaum just when I'm driving uh, Mark Packer does a great Billy no, Packer son does a good doesn't Feinbaum though I mean isn't that just the deepest dive into well SEC to he, Vanderbilt who's he loves the Masters more than you to and me, Todd. No, smartass or not smartass. No, he, he, yeah, you, he would, you, you and he would probably be fighting right now. I, I don't have to fight anybody no. over a golf tournament. Sounded like you wanted to. I did not want. Don't to. get hot about it. I'm getting hot. No, but I mean, with Paul Feinbaum, I, I don't care who's the free safety at Vanderbilt. Yeah, I don't either. You know, not I mean, even one little bit. I don't either. And and but I need to tune into some. But of no, I, I I guess the <clears throat> dynamic, and I'm I'm not positive on this, but I think I've read this before. Is Pine, Feinbaum is an incredibly educated, yes. uh, and just intelligent, well-spoken yes. Jewish guy who takes calls from hillbillies from Alabama, and you it's know, a great he got, dynamic. He got on my radar. <laughs> 12, 15 years, whenever that guy from uh, Alabama that the, called the, in. The, the great tree killer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. tree killer guy. And then I love that when he called in the – then he called in the Alabama show after all the – everything blew up. And, and at the end of the call, he says, now, now I'm going to catch hell about this, but I got to say, roll tie. <laughs> That's not – you know what? The SEC is not a conference. It's, it's a cult. It, it, well, yeah, we had when I worked at, at Republic. This was back in like 2004, 2005. We got a new regional manager from Georgia, and he came up had a Georgia Bulldog shirt on, and every five minutes he brought up something about Georgia football, and he just looked at all us like, "Are you guys not living and dying with college well, football?" And, that, and that's where I know Tom Crean had an awful year, not a great tenure at Georgia. I was surprised they fired him after four years because, yeah. like I, I didn't, they cared that. Yeah, that, what's what's your favorite seasons? Uh, it's football season, it's spring football season, it's recruiting, recruiting season, yeah. it's it, then maybe like college baseball, and then you get to you know. Yeah. So um, speaking of which, speaking of Boilermaker baseball, my yes. God, they start out like seventeen and one. Boilermaker baseball. That's minutes. the first time we've ever got that. I'm gonna go talk to the Jarrett's. I'll be back. <laughs> No, I'm just, I just said they, they, it's a beautiful, beautiful facility. We tailgated out there during football season this year, and they have put a ton. Listen, my man Mitch, my man Mitch has He's been a friend after of yeah, yeah, He doesn't want women in the engineering program, but let's get You, you know what, though? <laughs> he caught some hell. He caught some hell about that. But I heard the statistic reinforced just, just yesterday or day before. 40% of men are going to college, 60% of women are. I mean, it's just it's a I, it's a demographic shift, and he addressed it, and it didn't go away. I saw. Well, I don't think it was worded very well. I don't think it was exactly what he meant. But I also saw or heard a, a snippet on the news the other day that at least in I think it was in the Northeast New York Boston area that the wage gap between women and men has actually closed, and now new grad, new employee women are actually earning more than new employee men. So. Well, I only hope my daughter, the history major, is, uh, <laughs> you know, takes a big bite out of that. No, not sure how history majors are being yeah, paid. Yeah, yeah. Art theory not available? or Let's, We'll weigh it of what it costs the Todd father versus what You know what? It sure. doesn't matter. I probably won't be around long anyway. So well, that's, that's been addressed. That's been addressed. 
but maybe you could be like the Undertaker, and you got another thirty yeah, years. Yeah, keep, keep of, coming back. Um, that, listen, that's all. Uh, that's all my notes, except for our our non sports topic that we always kind of throw out there. What, what what's the great concert? No, no, no. Before that, I got to find out what is the update on your acoustic debut. Twenty third. The twenty. So April twenty. Now I don't believe that they will have their liquor license by then, but you know I'll, I'll be coming back too when the uh, you know. When 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 the when the tour when the frozen drink machine is up is up can and ready. you smuggle your own? I don't know. I'm I'm not going to. Uh, You're you not going to condone. <clears throat> I'm not going to condone that kind of. It's kind of like when a kid comes. One of my one of my kids comes to me and asks me something, and then, well, you know, what's mom going to say? And right. I'm just like, yeah, you know, so plead ignorance. I just I plead ignorance. Todd. Do not smuggle your booze to Todd's acoustic set. Don't acoustic. do it, kids. <laughs> you know, I, there may be a few special guests. Gordon Lightfoot, Jane. I don't know who's oh, might wow. show up, might show up, but uh, you know, I know, I think I'll be In, there. Is Engelbert Humperdinck still alive? <laughs> Greatest name ever. Well, it's it's right up there. Yeah, my my 89 year old grandfather just walked out of Redbones after a dinner night with one of his buddies, and uh, yeah, getting he, a he, real estate yeah, lesson. I heard. Yeah, he he and my late great grandmother. That was Engelbert Ingi was a uh, that was their guy. Listen, if you never plugged an eight-track of Neil Armstrong, uh, Neil Armstrong, Neil Diamond's Hot August Night into the eight-track, then you when ain't I living. think of eight tracks, my mom and dad had this thing. It was a kind of a white square, and then it had it was like a space age looking two thousand and one Space Odyssey looking thing, and the speakers were white. But anyway, the when I think of an eight-track, the one I remember pushing it to was Bread and Bobby Goldsboro. Listen. The first ever Bobby Goldsboro reference on the B3 podcast. Yeah. And probably the last. Can, so, Is somebody willing to make a Keith Partridge ref- reference, David Cassidy reference as well then? Um, I because just, I know Mike had all of the Teen Beat magazine posters up on his wall. I, I had a, none. I had I Debbie was, Gibson. I was a 16 magazine guy, and I just was looking up uh, songs from uh, 1977 because on the old school Red Hill podcast right. we're doing the summer 77 and that's when Sean Cassidy remade The Do, the run, do run, run Run that's mm, exactly run. right um, my sister was a big Tiger Beat Leaf Garrett she's born in 67 oh She's-ish. yeah Christy McN- I had Christy McNichol posters on my wall I mean it was that's yeah that was Bay City Rollers Lisa Welshel from the Facts of Life. <laughs> Who, by the way, when they redid that Facts of Life not long ago, didn't look bad. just as good. She didn't look bad. Um, that b- just turned over before we do the our, entire audience. Before we do our favorite concerts, we do have to mention one more sports thing that the voice of the Vikings just reminded me. Jalen Mullen was announced today as an Indiana Junior All-Star, and I don't know if there's anything more deserving. <laughs> yeah, well, I, no, I... Yeah, just that perfect end of the perfect. Well, and, and and they only name eighteen of them statewide. Uh, he is he is on the red team with. Um, uh, there's only one other kid from Southern Indiana. They, they used to be North and South. Yeah, they're blue and red now, and the the red and the core team will be playing in Bedford against the Kentucky Juniors, and then oh really, and then the blue team and the core team will be playing the Indiana All Stars. I. 
I didn't realize. Is this? Yeah, I think it's they, brand spanking. Me. Okay, I was going to say. They're, they're trying to. They're trying to do anything. They're to, trying to save that to, to, to get a little juice in the in, in the Indian All Star. It, it's or dying. You know, <laughs> it, it, but you know what? It's not. It's not a Indiana assisted suicide. It's definitely. Yeah, it's Kentucky it, stuck it's, their it, head it, in the it, oven. It, it's a Kentucky thing. And Isn't that weird too? I mean, they're so fanatical. But they're not fanatical. I mean, well, they are really about Kentucky. Not. They're they're fanatical about getting getting four of the five you know well, best players yeah. in the nation yeah. and having yeah. them live there for for nope. eleven months. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's a, they're so, on the Dane Five program. Yeah, no kidding. No, but eighteen players. You know, our own Hagen Net made it last year. Yes. Um, you know, Jalen. I I guess uh, Peyton Bledsoe from from Ligoti probably fell a little bit short. I don't know. I haven't talked to anybody, uh, but I thought he was pretty deserving also. Um, but hey, it's an honor and. Uh, this just shows how how good this little area, this pocket has been yeah. the last That's several sure. years. We haven't been together since the the state finals. No, um, was that the weirdest ending to a basketball game? Uh, it was a weird ending. Yeah, it really but, was. I mean, I, I felt like the Dow didn't have to ice that kid. I felt like the state of Indiana and the officials did it for him. The fact is, how many kids shoot? How many kids shoot ninety percent or better? Yeah, kid wasn't going to make three. No. But that doesn't matter. No. Yeah. Yep. It just—it was all the time that it took, and it was just—it was strange. And it was a, but you know what? Good for them. Good for that community. Good for everybody up there. Because quite a good game. Because as we sit in Redbones and look back at the, some of the championships and some of the, you know, the teams, um, winning is fabulous, fantastic, but it wasn't like 2002. It was, you know what I mean? Some, it wasn't like when, when this community stood in line after, you know, long lines to get tickets. And that was back in the day when you still, if you are the daughter of a cheerleader. Yeah, right, right, right. Mm -hmm. If, you know, if your name begins with S and is not Schwarzenegger, then, you know, you could get tickets from <laughs> 6 to 6.04. Did you just say daughter of a cheerleader? <laughs> I, you, I don't know. But... <laughs> type of crap did you do in Huntington back oh, in the day? I just it just flew out of my mouth. Well, we've said it a billion times if you listen to this podcast, this is the best sectional in the state and we proved it again yep. and uh anxious see and I really think Paul Nighting took what we said to heart. I really do. I think they're going to consider swap switching the order. Up. I think he's well, I think what they're going to consider is the hard cap of like 300 kids in class A. I think that's going to happen. Because do you have intel that says that? I do, but I don't want to divulge it at this moment. Well, okay, so explain well, this you, to you, me. You know that meeting is tomorrow, right? Okay, I, I did not know. Good, that I'm glad. Because I, I haven't fully understood, and you guys are more I, on I the think inside willing, than I am. So I, I, the numbers come out, right? They listed all the blah blah blah. What does all this mean? There was no decision made. It, where are we? Not, where are we at? I think, and I'm just guessing, okay, based on the conversations that I had. I think they're not tied to having 90, 94 teams in every class. I don't think they're tied to that right now. I think they're they're tied to what works best. So. Well, I'll tell you, you may be right, but it's not going to happen this year. What What's not going to happen this year? The hard but cap. That's not think, happening. Do you think the, they'll be moving? Uh, it's our, it's, up it's, and our, it's already underway. Yes. And what we've got to get the IHSAA to do now is realize that. Barif shouldn't be playing three freaking A in volleyball. Can we do that? That's my, that that that's all I want to talk about. I'm, I'm good with two A. I'm I don't want with, you to make this personal. I, it's personal. It's two, very, it's two very personal. Two classes is for a public school. 
is a little ridiculous. It's a little. It's no, it's a lot okay. ridiculous. It went away from what it was supposed to be. You're right. It went as far away from what it was supposed to be as anything. Yeah. So there you go. Illinois put in a rule in football years and years ago to combat the private school recruiting was that you either had to play in your class or the average class of your uh, the average enrollment of your schedule, mm-hmm. which that kept a, a, a Chicago team that plays all 6A football and because they recruited, you know, they're a, basically an IMG I academy know. and they're playing that and then they play 1A playoffs and they walk through the Simeon and Westinghouse yeah. and I mean, all that, of those. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. What happened to Barry Volleyball? Yeah. I mean, I don't know that there was a whole bunch of people that moved in to play Barry Volleyball. No. Uh, yeah. The only move in we've had is the basketball the coach's basketball daughter. Coach, yeah. I mean, that was it. And I, I think you can make a case that was a legitimate hire. Uh, I, think he's yeah. still, I think he's still there. Yeah, he's still here. He's, he he is. was on Sunday. Um, so no, but like you said, it's I and and by the way, I don't disagree with anything. As a matter of fact, I I, I like that idea. It's all good. When the other day, don't want to get too nerdish here, but we're already gone. But you know, just somebody had the. And I've heard this as a theory before. Can can you come up with a with a uh, with an equation to measure makers of diet socioeconomic factors? So, if you've got, for example, you got 500 kids in your school, but you've got 50% of your kids on, on free lunch, basically means they're living in poverty, they probably don't have a parent to take them to practice, they probably can't afford basketball shoes, are you going to compete like a school of 500 people? Well, you know, statistically, what, we, what we're told is, no, not really. You've, you've really got 250 people in your school who are... You know, I, I would take your alma mater as as a perfect example. Yep. I guarantee you, folks in Winslow, folks in um, uh, Petersburg, Peters, well, no, Petersburg, oh, Otwell, Otwell, and some of those places aren't going to get to practice as fifth graders. Yeah, and I mean that's just just kind of the way it is. And mm-hmm. um, my own alma mater of Huntington North. There's never been a Huntington South. There was, you know, they were supposed to be yeah. at one point. So you're talking about drawing kids basically from just outside of Fort Wayne all the way to Marion, and that's a big, that's a big area. What's the what's the one A clip cutoff in the? Oh, it's about two ninety or what's so. Barry? We're two fifty, two fifty right now. So, two sixty at Lagodi. So we're within thirty kids. Yeah. We are a solid one A school. Like mm-hmm. like that's uh, you could say thirty kids is on the verge. Yeah, Todd's greatest. <sighs> Todd's greatest idea was you have a subclass. You have a because yeah, you weren't wrong on that because either. teams under a hundred. Thank oh. you. No, you're good. No, it's all right. Thank you. Um, s- schools We're where, where they're under a hundred kids are not competitive. No, and and that's it. And I thought about that even more, Todd. What you said is is hey, if you're a a WC or a Reve and you've got you know Reve girls basketball for example, right. could, you, can, you can opt out. Opt play out. Up. Play up and. Uh, you know, I, I think that would solve a lot of a lot of these problems, a lot of these you know smaller communities where where grandparents and parents and now kids all kind of live in the same area. Twin, I think. Listen, we saw it with Lafayette Central Catholic. There is no Lafayette Central Catholic community. Uh, you know what I mean? I mean, you don't live you don't live in in uh, between 19th right, and right, 21st right. Street. How many Lafayette, people are there? Uh, a third as many as North Davies. Yeah, right. North Davies went all the way to the ceiling. Yeah. You know, I mean, they barely went into that little second Which, section. Which, though, that's, I mean, it's it's a greater disparity. 
discrepancy in that. But even I saw people over, you know, at Jackson Delek. Well, there's no way they're a one A school. Did you see how many people they had? Well, no. We we really support our teams here. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they are. I mean, North Davies is a true one A school, and you know, but but they may get pushed yeah. because of because uh, somebody just doesn't care cares about numbers and not. I do want your quick people. opinion on this. We talked about that Casey Kasem Facebook group. And the finals are here. The finals are tomorrow. Oh, for I've been voting. 19, for the 1986 tournament. Here we go. Catch-up, catch boys. boys. West End girls. We use that for profiling. <laughs> you what? We use that for profiling. Versus. Think about it, Todd. This will Which, be in the acoustic set. This by will the way. get my voice. This will work my Amber and I will be there. There's a big support group for the what, the Pet Shop Boys in this group, though. I you know what? And I'm going to say it in a nice way. Those people can go f themselves. <laughs> yes. I don't think it's any Pet. I thought what's it, held up. Pet Shop Boys went over Eddie Money's "Take Me Home Tonight" in the semifinal. Oh my God. And. Bridgeport, Illinois must suck. Well, no, this is, I don't know where all these people are from. Okay. This is like a, Okay, I take that yeah. back, Bridgeport. No, there's hardly anybody from Bridgeport over there. How dare you, you <laughs> son of a bitch. This is this is people from everywhere. And and in the other semifinal, this, Higher Love by Steve Winwood over Manic Monday by... The Bangles. The Bangles. So, there oh, you go. You know. So, I know, I, I think we're in agreement we're going Winwood in this one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Um... Best concert you've ever been to? We're an hour in, and we're just Mike. now getting to our... Oh, I, I, I think any of the Dave Matthews shows that I've been to, uh, God knows how many times. Can I just at Deer Creek. Were you the least hip guy at the Dave Matthews concert? <laughs> I mean, were you at the very bottom? Were you... Uh, were you? Uh, how dare he say that? I'm just, I'm just wondering. Go I'm ahead. Not, I'm not even justifying that. Did you wear your Cubs hat? With, of course I did. Why wouldn't I? Todd, go ahead. You, you and your little he's Dutch boy haircut, being he's so not a mean poser. today. He's wearing a Vikings volleyball T-shirt and a Cubs hat. Today. I am a who I, I imagine am. he was posing that day. <sighs> go ahead. I'm, I'm, no, I'm I'm going to slash your tires when That's I leave fine. here. That's fine. I probably deserve of it. Of my top three, I had last year's Dave Matthews concert at Deer Creek. Whatever. Okay. Still Deer Creek. I take Deer back Creek. everything I said about you. Yes. About being you're outnumbered. And I know least, you're going to say about oh, being the least Todd's guy like, there. Oh, the the Grateful Dead tribute band that I saw at Red Rocks in '87. At the Lincoln, oh, they were they were phenomenal. Oh, oh, God! I'll blow your mind right now. Okay, have your mind blown. Best show I ever went to, Toledo Speedway Jam with the Motor City Madman. How you like that? Okay, I didn't I didn't see that one coming. Todd's and now a Republican? No, again, <laughs> he's back. <laughs> I'm just saying the Motor City Madman. You want to go Mad kill Man, it and grill it with me later? Motor City Madman, Head East, Frank Marino and Mahogany Rush. Um, <laughs> you lost to... me at Motor City Madman. Yeah. When was the last time you fired a gun, Todd? Uh, in the Navy? Not including in the Navy? Yes. Oh, you did fire a gun in the Navy. Probably a year after was I got out of the Navy. Was it a water gun? Okay. No, it was a, we took a shotgun to the Hoosier State Forest. You that told joke, me about that, and you shot at fishermen. Fishermen That joke will set in with you later, and, and you're going to giggle about it. But you know, I'm just saying that was that's a monumental show. It's Toledo not bad. Speedway Jam. Okay, mm. 
I, I honestly don't know who else was there besides the motorcycle. A lot of, a lot of Midwestern, and I thought I knew the, yeah. a lot of Midwestern, uh, late 70s, regional rockers. I think REO might have been there. Uh, I've seen REO. You know, Cheap Trick used to run around in that. These were guys that would go to play at uh, Metzger Park in Evansville right, right. back in the day. God, I saw some good um, shows there. You know, and, I mean, oh, yeah. and, and, and they were just part of this. They'd play at the, I got a, the Allen County Memorial Coliseum. I've got a Metzger Amphitheater story that I cannot tell on the air. Okay. Oh, I that I will I tell off the air. Well, we're gonna it has to. nothing to do with me or anything. Does it have to do with Janine Turner? No, it has to do with David Allen Coe. Oh, whoa. Use your imagination. I can't wait to hear this. You know, if you've never heard David Allen Coe's we need to start, dark stuff. We need to start a Patreon group and people can pay <laughs> to, to hear that story. I, I, I would be canceled just for repeating it. Um, the Dave, Back to Dave Matthews. I saw Dave Matthews. I've seen him four times, but last year, that would be third on my list. Not that it was... I, I think I only knew one song. Honestly, he played a bunch of stuff because I'm not a huge Dave Matthews fan. But the fact that we were back at a concert was amazing, and it, it was just really, really good. Um, so, But I've got two, uh, and I looked up the dates just to be certain. June 6, 1986 at Roberts Stadium, Cinderella opened for Bon Jovi. Oh, there you it are. It was fucking awesome. And I was really, really cool. And then September 19th, 1987, on the Girls, Girls, Girls Tour, White Snake opened for Motley Crue. Stop it. It was off the charts. Well, I, I, I did hit the Lollapalooza tour in 1997, so I can say I went to, I went to Lala, even though it was the tour in, you know, at Cincinnati Gardens or wherever it was. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I, if I got to go back, to, you know, but to back in the day, Please do. I love the day. You know, it was it was Kiss in the late seventies. That was that was like a, a see. A, I didn't see Kiss until two thousand. No, I saw an Ace Freely version of Kiss. Yeah, and that was like a Rhino in Heat. You, you know what I mean? I it thought was, that was you. Sorry, go ahead. That was that was for the Dave Matthews comment. All right, there you go. That was pretty incredible. Um, I saw Jackson Brown Acoustic Show. It was really, really, really good. The Pretender, one of my all-time favorite I, songs. Why don't I go to the worst, one of the worst concerts I've seen also for Mike's benefit? I think I may have told mine, but I will tell it again. Bob Dylan, two year, three years ago in Bloomington with my wife in the seventh row. Oh, no, no. He didn't play that one. Oh, oh wait. I don't know because <laughs> my wife was going, she's like poking me in the arm going, what, what is, is that, that song? Yeah. And then you like a rolling stone, you do. I said, it's like a rolling stone. Uh, <laughs> that was but I mean it would take it would take that much time before you even had any he changes the keys, he changes the lyrics and uh, the melodies and the tempos. Oh nice. Other than that, everything was exactly. Other than like that, on the I was ready to hand him his his Nobel Peace Prize right there. Yeah. Thank you. I was in Roberts, again, Roberts Stadium. It was either 1980, let's see, it would have been summer of 86, I believe. Possibly 85. No, it was 85. And ZZ Top coming out. and On the they, Eliminator Tour? On the Eliminator Tour. And they refused to come out because it's too hot in the building. Roberts Stadium at the time didn't have air conditioning. And it is hot. I mean, no doubt it's hot, but the, uh, they, didn't, they weren't touring with... 
whoever, you know, some up-and-coming act that you've actually heard at least one song. It was some local jackass, and you didn't hear. So you endured that, and then it's finally time for ZZ Top, and they won't come out. So somebody, the guy comes out, ZZ Top will not come out until they cool down this building. Okay, fine. So finally, after all this time and a near riot, ZZ Top comes out in this sweltering heat with their big Civil War coats on, you know, that they wore. <laughs> they play, like, four songs, and they may have played more than it seemed like four songs. They didn't play all the hits, and they walk off, and that was it. So I've never... Yeah, it was disappointing. And, and luckily, back then, it was, you know, a ticket was 20 bucks, but, you know. I don't know who... I, I Actually, just this Friday, I said to my wife... I said, I'm not working. I'm not working today, and I'm not working tomorrow. I said, Do you want to go see Elton John tonight? And she said, basically after the the, uh, the Bob Dylan experience, no, no, no I don't want to. Somebody, you know, an old hero, somebody who made the greatest music, you know, ever between 1971 and 1974. She she didn't want to see him embalmed. Did you, did you go? No, I didn't go. I don't go anywhere where I'm not, you know. Have you seen Rocket Man? The movie? Yeah, we've discussed that before. I love it. I love I, it. I, I, you know what? It's a great I movie. I was it. greatly bothered by the fact that it wasn't chronological yeah, and it didn't the, follow. Yeah, the music wasn't. Right. But you know, I but loved it. And I loved the way Taron Edgerton sang his song. He's, I, I really enjoyed that movie. I've watched it numerous times. No, my, my, my concert movie was The Last Waltz. And I had that on, you ready for this? Video disc. Not DVD. Video disc. Not wow. DVD, the 12-inch yeah. that came in the plastic container, and you put the whole plastic yeah, container like in. like a record. Right, and then you pulled it out, and it started to play and skip and skip and play. Right. Um, and I somehow got that like before my junior year of high school. And I used to just, just immerse myself in that before the bus came every day. Hanging out with Joni Mitchell and Bob Dylan and the band. What else? No wonder I didn't get a freaking date until I was 26. I, I, you know, that's one. That's one. Uh, I had cassettes and records and CDs, and I never had the video. Yeah, the video disc. Never player. had video disc. Anything else? What What did we not cover? I think we we hit we've, all the topics. We've hit it all. Yeah. We've we've done it all. We've, we've said it all. all. I, you know, I usually play. I got away from commercial music so we wouldn't get sued, but I think to this week we're gonna play this. There you are. As we wrap up, Todd has no idea. We didn't do Todd's hockey minute. Do you have anything to say real fast? I'll go to the bathroom. The Bruins got beat last night. They they, they were up 2 nothing. They got beat 5-3. to three. So they gave up five straight How goals. How close are we to the playoffs? Um, about. Got to be it close. About right? May, May 1st-ish. Right yeah. there. Hmm. What well, is this? Is this Rage Against the Machine? The, Jim Johnston. Yeah. It's Stone Cold Steve Austin's entrance. Okay, see, I didn't know that. I don't have it. I'm sorry. I'm fallible. I'm a human. Who's this, Todd? Speaking of WrestleMania moments. Yeah. If, if I say Rage Against the Machine enough times, will I eventually be right? Maybe. Todd, I want you to take that Arnold Palmer and get a bunch of it in your mouth and then just spit it up in the air. I don't even know. Is that LeBron? <laughs> no. Is that LeBron, LeBron took it from John Paul Levesque, a.k.a. Right. Triple, H. Triple H. Don't forget it. Yeah, I won't. Next time Thank on the God. B3 Podcast. By the way, 
John Paul Levesque probably has a higher net worth than LeBron James. Todd, you have one week oh, wait, to figure let, out who can I have one, Mount Rushmore of wrestlers are. Can I get one more minute? Just yes. one minute. Oh, yeah. Who do you think is the second wealthiest basketball player? In the world. In the world. Right now. Right now. Jerry West. Former player. Junior Formally. Bridgman, probably. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. How'd you know that? My buddy, Tim Helfen, who I can hook up for the podcast, he made a documentary yes. about East Chicago. And Pete Troikovic. And, 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 yeah, uh, and, he, and he interviewed, Stoddard, he interviewed Troikovic and, and Stoddard and Popovich and you said the, Bridgman. And, it was Indiana, right? No. Just no. period. But it's like, it's LeBron. And yep. Junior Bridgman yeah. is, is like next with like $800 million. Yeah, and I forget how many. And, and you want to talk about like. Most of me was 300000 a year, I think, with the Bucks. Yeah, the diversification of the things that he owns is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. But we may want to do a deep dive on that next time around, but I, that blew me away when I heard that. Yeah. Well, we can do deep dives on lots of stuff because we're done with high school basketball. So what's okay? What's the date of your acoustic set? April. April twenty third. And where is it? Food Truck Alley, right over there, off Food of Truck Alley. What's the name of that main road that goes through Washington? Meridian. No, it's near Meridian. Yeah, maybe near Meridian. I think that's Meridian, where the new stoplight. You know, it is. The, 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 the new hey area. Hey man, it's going to be like get me to the Greek. I'm just going to have the limo pick my I ass. I still off. really am considering doing a live podcast. We're yeah, we, no, we're Brando. not considering. It's happening. You know what? You're going to feel pretty sad because you think you're going to go there and act like. Uh, no, I'm really this is looking forward be to it. No, I'm going to act like a fool. This is going to be tremendous. <laughs> this is going to be like. This is going to be like Frampton Comes Alive. 76. You're going to have Junior Bridgman type money after one show. All right, enough of this nonsense. we got to get out of here. Uh, thank you to Casa Sevilla and Odin. Of course, every show sponsored by Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. If you're spending more than $2,000 a month on your waste and recycling removal, go to sensiblewaste.com. If you got somebody in your family getting married soon, go to thefrockbridal.com and get all that information. For the Todd Father, read his wise words in the Washington Times Herald at least three times a week and even more online. The voice of the Vikings. You got a baseball coming up? Got softball tomorrow night, weather permitting, and baseball, a good one on against Forest Park on Friday night. And so. I am Brian that's, Emmons. Just in case you're wondering, that's not happening. I just want you to listen Thanks. to this podcast. So on behalf of the boys, this has been the B3 Podcast. Brian O's mom. Sorry for my slander about Bridgeport, Illinois. Because Tommy Lynn Sells committed his crime in Lawrenceville. When you couldn't think of his name a couple yeah. weeks ago, I said Tommy Lee Sells, and you just agreed with me. <laughs> I just... <laughs> <laughs> the B3 Podcast is a production of Impulse Radio.